Welcome everyone to the first episode of Cosplay Family 637 Nostalgia Storytime. I am your host, Cosplay Dude 637. Today, I'm going to tell you a story that is near and dear to my heart because it was very much a huge part of my childhood. It was He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. But this time, I'm doing a tad bit different retelling. It's my own unique way of telling the He-Man story with a modern twist. So, I hope you like. I am Adam, defender of the secrets of Castle Greyskull. This is Cringer, my scaredy cat tiger. Fabulous secret powers were revealed to me the day I held aloft my necklace and it transformed into a magic sword, and I said, by the power of Greyskull! I have the power! Cringer became the mighty Battle Cat, and I became He-Man, the most powerful man in the universe. A few others share in this secret. Our friends, the Sorceress, Man-at-Arms, Orko, and my childhood friend, Tila. Together, we defend Castle Greyskull from the evil forces of Skeletor. <laughs> Episode 1, Powers Awakening From the day Randor took the throne of Eternia, his younger brother Keldor has been out to take it from him. After Keldor was burned by acid that was intended for King Randor, Keldor's flesh was burned from his body and he took the name Skeletor and was banished to the wastelands of Eternia. Years later, King Randor has married Queen Marlena, and they have twin children, one boy they named Adam, and one girl they chose to call Adora. Life in Eternia has become peaceful, until one dark night the kingdom was forever changed. This is where our tale starts. Duncan, a.k.a. Man-at-Arms, runs down the hall holding onto his ribs. Just a few minutes ago, the castle fell under attack by Skeletor and his evil forces. In order to keep her babies safe, Queen Marlena begged Man-at-Arms to take her babies to somewhere safe. Man-at-Arms bursts into the nursery to find a Skeletor soldier standing over young Adam's bassinet. He quickly draws his mace and with one hand hits the soldier, knocking him out. Man-at-Arms scoops up the prince and heads for Adora's bassinet, but he finds it empty. Dear. God, I was too late, he shouts. Duncan, please come to Castle Greyskull, a female voice says in his head. Who are you? Where are you? Man-at-Arms spins around, trying to find the location of where the voice was coming from. His eyes fall on a falcon sitting in the window. Duncan, there is no time. If you want to save the lives of the royal children, you must come to Castle Greyskull, the voice says again. I can't. I must find the princess, Man-at-Arms says out loud. I will use my magic to search for her, but you and Prince Adam must come, she tells him. Magic? Are you the sorceress? He stares at the falcon. I am. Now you must hurry, she says, and the falcon takes off flying towards the swamplands. Adam starts to cry. Worry not, little one. I will keep you safe. 
Man-at-Arms takes off running to the launch bay. After getting on his air bike, he speeds to Castle Grayskull. As soon as he lands outside the castle, the drawbridge lowers. The Falcon flies into the castle, and Man-at-Arms runs in right behind it and follows the bird deep into the castle. Once they were in a large chamber room, the Falcon lands on the floor and transforms into a beautiful woman. Sorceress. Man-at-Arm drops to one knee, still holding Prince Adam. Rise, Duncan. You are safe and among friends here. Sorceress softly says. You told me you could find the princess, Man-at-Arms asks. I have been searching for her, but it is as if she is no longer on Eternia. I will continue my search, but you and Adam must go now. But I need to ask a favor of you, Sorceress says. And what is that? Man-at-Arms asks, quirking an eyebrow. Please, take our daughter with you. Sorceress pleads, waving her hands, and a baby girl appears in her arms. Our daughter? Man-at-Arms demands. Her name is Tila, and like Prince Adam, she is tied to the magic of Greyskull. I don't understand. Where do you want me to take them? Skeletor and his men are everywhere, Man-at-Arms inquires as the sorceress hands him Tila. I am sending you to a realm that our queen is from. Sorceress tells him and starts to move her hands in different motions. An amazing all-silver sword forms in front of Man-at-Arms. She snaps her fingers and the sword transforms into a small sword necklace. Adam must keep the sword with him at all times, she explains, and places it on Adam. Then she claps her hands together, and as she pulls them apart, a staff forms. She then slams the staff on the ground, and a glowing doorway opens. You must go now. If I find Adora, I will get her to safety, Sorceress says, as blasts start to hit the castle. I will guard them with my life. How will I get back to Eternia? Man-at-Arms says as a whimper comes from his bag he had slung over his shoulder. A small tiger head pokes out. Cringer? Man-at-Arms shouts as rubble starts to fall around them. Duncan, you must go. Sorceress drops to one knee and the doorway starts to flicker. Adam will know how to get back when it's time for him to return. Man-at-Arms nods at her and runs through the doorway. May the power be with you all. Do you ever wonder what would happen if, well, if... If you give a dad a podcast. Ladies and gentlemen. Let's settle this debate right here, right now. It's not even just the greatest PlayStation game. It's, it's, it's the greatest game ever. Not to toot my own heart, but exactly. <laughs> yeah, I remember he kicked me so hard I thought I owed him money. I love it. I'm excited for this one. He goes, what is your name? And I was like, it's Thrash. You get punched in the face on the daily. Man, this guy won't shut up. I wear that as a badge of honor. Yeah, I, I, I got knocked out cold in that match. It was awesome. So awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we make dogs sing. Do you always do these interviews with your shirt off? Going live in three, two, one. So now we've been filming for the last six months. I panicked. Followed by... Bro. If you give a dad a podcast, available everywhere podcasts are found. And now back to He Man and the Master of the Universe. 
18 years later, in a small town in California called Central Valley, Adam walks out of the local high school and stretches. He stands at six foot with shaggy blonde hair and a slender build. Man, am I so glad it's almost all over. Adam, hold up! Tila yells, running up next to him. Tila has long red hair pulled back into a ponytail. She also has a slender build, but was also muscular. She was... Five foot seven-ish. Running next to Tila was another young man with brown hair and a muscular build, and he, like Adam, was six foot. Hey, Xander. Hey, Tila. Adam says, smiling big. Dude, why are you taking off so fast? Xander asks. School was over? Adam gives Xander a look of, duh. No, he is in a rush, because it's his 18th birthday, and my dad said he can start his training today. Tila smirks. Adam sticks his tongue out at Tila. Training for what? Xander questions. Sword fighting, Adam says cheerfully. Xander scratches his head. Dude, this is America in 2023. We don't use swords. Tila shakes her head. My dad is a master of all combat. Just for some reason, Lord Adam here wants to learn sword combat. I told you to stop calling me Lord Adam, Adam snaps. Would you prefer Prince Adam? Tila laughs out loud. Adam hits her in the shoulder. Tila puts Adam into a headlock and starts giving Adam a noogie. Knock it off, Tila! Let me go! Adam struggles to free himself. You two are the weirdest siblings I know. Xander says. We're We're not siblings! Adam and Tila shout. Wow, okay, okay, I was just joking. I know you're not. Xander holds up his hands. Tila pushes Adam down. Tila, this is why no one wants to date you, Adam says, standing up and dusting off. Tila's face turns red in anger, and she storms off. Dude, that was low, Xander says. Whatever, she's always mean to me, Adam snaps. Dude, are you blind? Xander questions. Huh? Adam looks at Xander dumbfounded. Wow, man, wow. You should really pay more attention to how she acts around you, man. It's totally obvious. Xander walks off. Adam shrugs and also heads off. Adam turns down a back street to try and make it home before Tila did, so she did not rat him out to her dad, Duncan. As he makes it to the center of the alley, three thugs walk up to him. Buck, I don't want any trouble, Adam says firmly. Buck pushes Adam into the wall. Frank, Terry, do you think we should let Wimpy Adam walk down our alley? No way, boss, Frank says. Not without paying the fee, Terry adds in. Adam shoves Buck back into Frank and Terry. I am not paying you anything. Terry and Frank each grab one of Adam's arms and wrench them behind his back. Buck hits Adam Right in the stomach, Adam doubles over in pain. Frank and Terry shove him to the ground. Adam slowly backs up to a wall as a single tear runs down his face. Look at that, Buck. He's gonna cry, Frank chuckles. Adam, you have the power to end this. A voice tells him in his head. Adam's hand moves to his necklace for courage. A jolt of energy runs through Adam. Slowly, he stands up and wipes the tear away from his face. The three thugs turn and look at Adam. You want more? Buck asks. Adam smirks and moves so quickly that the thugs could not even see him. Adam punches Buck so hard he is sent flying back and into a wall. 
Terry and Frank look at Adam, then Buck, and then take off running. Adam looks down at his own fist. What was that? That was the power of Grayskull, Duncan says, walking out of the shadows with Tila right behind him. Meanwhile, in Eternia, at Snake Mountain, Evil Lynn's eyes shoot open from the meditation she was in and lets out a gasp. It can't be. A cold hand falls on Evil Lynn's shoulder. What can't it be? Evil Lynn slowly looks up to see that bone face of Skeletor. Your nephew, she says. The one that I was told was dead, Skeletor growls and tenses his grip on her shoulder. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed that story. Just a reminder that all my fan fictions are just that, fan fictions, and do not mean to infringe on any copyright from the mainstream continuity that it's from. Now, I'd like to take the time to thank my supporters from the Zero to Hero Network. Jim and Billy, the bulk and skull of podcasting over on the main podcast, Zero to Hero. Mark, the Red Cornish Ranger on Nerds Through Comics. My Parabatai and dare friend Ty Tiger of Tiger Tales on YouTube. Jacob, aka the Iron Avenger 52 on TikTok and YouTube. Clayton with Neon Lights on YouTube. Ben, the Baker Ranger. Sam, aka XX Rebel Ranger XX. TN underscore Ranger. And our good friend Tony. I would also like to thank a few friends of the Z2H network. Casey from Mighty Morphin Conspiracy Theories, Justin, aka A Crown, Johnson of Western Strike, Rob, aka Lightning Collector 2021, James, better known as Beauty underscore Baba Yaga, Justin the Green Spartan Ranger, JP the creator of Power Rangers Digital Beast, and Michael and Nathan of The Power Trip. Everyone I just named it has been a huge supporter to me and my podcast, and if you can, go give them a follow. It would mean the world to me. Thanks a lot. Until next time, guys. Later days. This podcast is a production of the Three Ranger Bros Studios, in association with Zio to Hero, the podcast.